0: It's us! Hi! We're the podcasters.
1: It's us! Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel.
0: And I'm Sam.
1: We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs.
0: That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things. Taylor Swift and Cocktails. Cocktails.
1: Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog, we'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it?
0: I think we are.
1: Welcome, Swiggies, to a very special episode of Swift and Swigs with Sibs. We're bringing you... Taylor Tea Time, and our tea today is terrific. Sam, I'm looking at you, and you are living in your post-eras era. We are now together in our post-eras era, at least, you know, in the ether world. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Are you excited? Sam, how are you feeling?
0: Ugh. Gosh, I'm feeling lots of emotions, as you can relate. Um, Luckily for me, it's only been five days since I attended the Errors Tour, and so I'm having this conversation pretty fresh, whereas you've been waiting to have this conversation with me since you attended the Errors Tour, gosh, almost a month ago. I don't even know how you've been able to Uh, hold in all uh, all of the conversation with me, but... Yes, I'm feeling great. Well, honestly,
1: I haven't, I haven't been able to like process it, and I couldn't figure out why. And I think that's because you and I have yeah. not been able to talk. And yeah. there's just something about like a shared experience. Um, and uh, sweeties, we're gonna get into it today. We're gonna tell you like all of our favorite moments. I want to hear all of Sam's reactions because you got a little bit of mine. I think that's probably why I was just like so stumbling through everything because I didn't know how to talk about it without talking about it. You know what I mean? So, sure.
0: yeah. I, no spoilers. I, can understand.
1: I mean, all the spoilers today. We're going all in. Yes. We're going to share everything.
0: Yes. Yes. So, if you are listening and tuning into this episode, you've not attended the Eras tour yet. Um, there will be spoilers. Uh, and if you've made it this far without seeing spoilers on the internet, congratulations. Keep that up. Tune into this episode once you've attended the Eras Tour, which hopefully happens at some point for you. Uh, we do have so many more dates. I'm just going to go ahead and start off with that. Taylor has announced an entire international Eras Tour at this point. Oh,
1: so my gosh.
0: If you which did country
1: not, are you going to go to, Sam?
0: I was going to ask you that, too. Um, I was looking at <laughs> Zurich, Switzerland, because it's on July 9th. Oh. So that would be nice. a good time. It would have been a full year since my Air's Tour experience.
1: That I July 9th.
0: I could use it as an, a birthday present excuse for myself, and it's July 9th. So, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are so many more opportunities for Swifties, global, international Swifties, to come together, which brings me to my first point before we get into this, Rachel, we have a new country alert. Oh, welcome listener from the Philippines. I don't think I've mentioned the Philippines yet, but we we have someone tuning in from the Philippines. I'm going to attempt to say hello and welcome <laughs> in Filipino. Kumusta at maligayang pagdating. Wow, was that, that was beautiful great. or what?
1: Uh, that was beautiful.
0: Global Swifties are excited. I'm excited for everybody. Where do we begin, Rachel? Should we talk oh about cocktails first? Let's let let's go ahead and get into our cocktails for this episode. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what that's you've brought day. to the table. Tell me what you're swigging today.
1: Well, I already hinted, I already had a chance to kind of talk about what cocktail I was going to bring serve on the day of the Eras Tour, so that's what I'm bringing today. We're talking about the Eras Tour, so I'm bringing my Eras Tour mimosa. I feel like there should be a... Era, Memerosa. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on that. that So, (laughs) but, um, sadly, I'm, I don't have a pretty thing to show you right now. So I'm just gonna have to point you to my Instagram once I post it. I haven't posted anything about the Eras tour. I kind of needed to get to this moment where you and I chatted. So, okay, I was inspired to create a cocktail for my friends that were gathering in the morning of our show, I wanted something that was leading us into the show. And while I didn't want a lot of spoilers of images, I could not keep my eyes away from this one image, which I understood to be the opening scene of the show, okay? Uh I can't wait to talk about that part with you. But Mm -hmm. what I was going with If you haven't seen it, I will describe it. I know you, Sam, have seen it. So Taylor, uh, before she approaches, her dancers come out in these like peacock, like fan, silky things that are swaying. And I'm moving my hands back and forth. And they're
0: massive.
1: They're giant. I mean, like three times as big as a person. I don't know. It was like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with these like (laughs) giant floats. And they are in this ombre color, which definitely, like, we start with lover, and so you get these, like, pinks and oranges and purples in this, like, gorgeous ombre, okay? And I couldn't get that image out of my mind. It was so stunning, and I wanted to make a cocktail that looked like that. So I and, – and we were – gathering in the morning because it's a long day which again we'll get into that Mm -hmm. about like how we spent our day together um and so I wanted a mimosa I started my mimosa with some crushed strawberries on the bottom so you you can kind of like muddle it in the bottom of a glass then you add your ice because then that kind of keeps the strawberry on the bottom and keeps it from floating up Then you add in some orange juice. I used like an orange mango. I really wanted to kind of bring like some interesting flavors. Then you add your champagne, okay? So you're starting to get this like pinks to orange to lighter Mm. orange um, um, ombre situation. And then, I mean, my new favorite, Empress Gin, Butterfly Pea Flower Infused Gin is just this light little lavender at the top that you do a drizzle over. All of my friends don't like gin, and they were – and I was like, can I just do, like, just a little bit, and you see how you feel? And they, like, loved it. So it was just this gorgeous – Then – oh, I forgot. I also added a grapefruit soda because I had it, and I was trying to – we had a long day, and I was trying to – Not have too much alcohol, but I wanted more bubbles. So I was really trying to water it down for us. And so we had grapefruit soda, but then to give that like fan look, I sliced really big slices of grapefruit and put a whole bunch of them on the edge of the cup. So it gave this like really gorgeous look to it. So that's what I'm swigging on today. Well, cheers. Talk to me about what you're sipping on. What's your era's cocktail?
0: Well, uh, it's not eras-related at all, and I realize now maybe I should have gone that route, but, um, it is a Taylor Tea Time episode, so I did do another tea cocktail. Yes. Um, Perfect. and it was just something that I was craving for today. I am calling this the Errol Gray Gin and Tonic. That's, mm. switch hey, the letters hey. of Earl. That's- Twist it, so that's my era's reference, I suppose. Um, okay. I infused gin with a tea bag of Earl Grey. I only infused uh, like one and a half ounces with one tea bag, and I did that overnight. If I were to do this again, I would only infuse. I would infuse it for maybe an hour or two hours uh, because it does come off a little bitter. So, but it's pretty easy. You could just take any tea. Uh, and just infuse it in your clear spirit. So, um, and it's helpful that I had actually a really cheap gin, one that I don't want to use in my martinis. So this works perfectly for that. It's now Earl Grey flavored gin. Um, And then I've got some lemon juice and simple syrup in there to give it a fruity and sweet balance. And then I added some elderflower liqueur I thought would be like a nice fun floral element to add to the cocktail. And then, of course, you got to add your tonic. So, yes, my old arrow, arrow Gray Gin and Tonic. And that's what I'm working with.
1: I like it. So, we have our swigs. We have so much to talk about today, Sam. Mm, so
2: but much. But I,
1: I feel like I can't, like, go into the full heiress to re- our conversation until we talk about you know how we're doing if we're good if we're on some new shit yeah, um of course this was kind of this has like been a wild couple of weeks for us and Taylor and we haven't had a conversation what are you listening to Sam because I have a feeling like you're listening to the same thing I'm listening to
0: um, yeah we are in all of our eras right now but i think most significantly yeah. we have speak now taylor's version in the universe and that's what i've been to. listening to i is that yours as well i gather
1: yeah it it is i yes i've done so much listening to it lately and i'm very into it there is a oh, lot i feel like i have so many thoughts
0: to say yeah there are so many thoughts um and I think you and I agreed that we will save those thoughts for another episode um, because we have a lot to get into. But I, I do, I do, I just, we want to acknowledge that, yes, we're listening to Speak Now, Taylor's version. Who isn't? Taylor is most definitely listening yeah. to Speak Now, Taylor's version because we have been getting some Speak Now content on the Ares Tour in the form of extended set lists. Yes. And surprise songs. Um, I was lucky to get one of them, but... Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that in a a second here. Um, I guess, Rachel, the the first thing I want to really acknowledge in this conversation, um, when talking about our Errors Tour experience, I, like, I think... Thousands of others am currently suffering from amnesia from the entire experience. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've had this as well. It almost feels like it was a, the whole show was a dream because I think it was so overwhelming. It was emotional. It was so fun and exciting and I guess all of that can make your brain like repress certain memories as a way to like cope with this intense emotional experience (laughs) (laughs) so I have forgotten a lot of details oh by the way I'm bringing this up now because I don't know if you can see my glittery fingernails I I have oh. my nails painted still from the Eras Tour. I just want to acknowledge you and I are both yes. wearing our Eras Tour outfits right now.
1: We are. <laughs> I also had my nails done in in the t- just like Taylor Swift ah. did yeah at the opening of her Eras Tour. Mm-hmm. So I'll share a picture of that. We just need to like share a ton of photos yeah. somehow. Yeah, I mean,
0: we'll probably do, like, a photo video dump on our Instagram and TikTok coming up. So, if you're not already following Swift and Swig's podcast on Instagram and TikTok, get on that. And then you can tune in to our reaction videos of the Ares Tour, pictures of our cocktails, etc., our glittery nails. Um, Rachel, did you happen to see, I was really proud of the sign that I made. For my scooter, did you happen to see that in a picture? Yeah,
1: that was pretty cute.
0: Okay, so for those who don't know what I'm talking about, I I have I I I had surgery what three four weeks ago, um, and thus to get around the Aeros tour, I have this little mobile scooter because I can't walk on my foot. So I made a little sign that said, "We can go driving in on my scooter," <laughs> and I think one of the <laughs> biggest disappointments I have is that not one person commented on my (laughs) sign. Except for Allison. Shout out, Allison. I know you're listening. She wasn't at the show with me, but she saw a picture of it and uh, was kind of hoping for more of a funny reaction. I thought I was hilarious.
1: (laughs) I thought it was cute. Okay, so Sam, I wanted to start with, like, let's talk about our pre-concert hours. So, Mm. what did you do to get ready? How was, like, where did you go? How were your feelings? I got, I received some of your feelings, and I was absolutely relating to everything you were, you were, like, saying and freaking out about. And I just, like, wished I could have given you a hug and be like, it's going to be okay. So, like, why don't you start first? Like, start with how you were feeling on the day of.
0: Okay, well... It starts with the night before when I went to sleep at a good hour because I wanted plenty of rest and I woke up a few hours later at I think 3 a.m. 3 a.m. And I'm still awake. I, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what woke me up, but I never did fall back asleep. It was finally six o'clock. I had my alarm yeah. set for like seven, I think. Finally, six o'clock rolled around, and I just got out of bed. I thought I might as well be productive. So, all that to say, I had been up since three a.m., and I was already just so physically tired, and that worried the heck out of me. I, I, I foolishly thought that I would like maybe be super sleepy for the concert, but that didn't happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were just going on adrenaline, right? Oh,
0: absolutely, and it was pure adrenaline and just like all the excitement. I did take a double espresso shot as we're walking into the stadium, so that definitely helped me,
2: Okay. Uh, yep.
0: but I was a little stressed out for my lack of sleep. I was disappointed that I wasn't well rested, um, and then I did get stressed because the weather was looking not favorable, and we have an outdoor it did, stadium.
1: Yeah, it did not look good. You got me all worried. I was like trying to be positive for you because you were like, um, the weather has shifted. And I looked and I was like, oh gosh, the weather has shifted. I mean, it had thunderstorms like all day and night. Yeah.
0: And it it ended up being like absolutely. Just like
1: I told you it would. It was
0: blue skies and sunset for us. But what was interesting is a strong storm did come through the Denver area and apparently it dumped just a mile away from the studio or, I mean, the stadium, and we could smell the rain. It was during her enchanted long live. uh, It was her Speak Now set. It was, like, super windy, and we could smell the rain, and you could see flashes of lightning in the distance. Um, And my whole thought was, like, just hold out until after the surprise songs. I want it to rain for Midnight Rain. I don't want it to rain for the surprise songs because I don't want that ruined by any means. But it never did. So um, those were the stresses going into it. Once we got to the stadium, we pulled up to our spot at at 12.45 p.m. because it was first-come, first-served parking, and we wanted to get there at 1 o'clock when they opened. Well, we were literally the first ones in line, and our parking lot never did fill up. Uh, we were in the ADA parking lot because of my injury. Um, so we probably didn't need to go out quite that early, but we ended up <laughs> being prepared for that. We brought a tent and a grill and burgers and a bunch of food. And I brought a gallon, 128 ounces. Of the Cruel Blue Long Island Cocktail, which I made for our Cruel Summer episode. Oh, my gosh. And we were just, the four of us, my friends that I was with, I loved that moment, tailgating, tailgating, with uh, meeting other Swifties and handing out stickers. Our cousin Cole and his friend found us at one point and hung out with us. And obviously, we were listening to Taylor and just shuffling through her discography, talking about her excitement, talking about what songs we're looking for. It was a long tailgate session because we were there for probably five and a half hours before we went into the stadium. Um, wow! But it was yeah. it was so fun. By the time we all got into the stadium, we were definitely hyped, and so yeah. Yeah, that was, that was my lead up. Um, it was just a great, fun afternoon with friends and meeting all of the, of the people at Empower Field in Denver. I loved handing out stickers to everybody that I got to meet of our podcast, so hopefully you got a sticker from us, and that's what led you to this episode today. Hello. We're glad you're here. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? I don't think we really got into the details of, of your lead up. I know that you were moving. I but can't. Fill me in on the other details.
1: Well, I feel like I've already talked about some of this, but I've hinted that it, it was like, happened to be moving day mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at the same day. It didn't, I didn't want it to work out that way, but that is how the universe wanted it to work out. So I too did not sleep the night before because I found out hours before going to bed that someone was going to show up in the morning and take all my stuff away. <laughs> So I was super anxious. Like, I, I think both of us were building it up. Like, this is such a big moment. I don't want to miss. I want to be my best. As if it was like an actual marathon. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it kind of was. Truly. Sure felt like it. Yeah. Um, and But the reality is just like a marathon, the night before you don't sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about the lead up to How are we prepared for it? We were prepared. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... It was really like all of my, like once all the the girls that I was going to the show with were together, once we had our cocktail in our hand, we just like sat around and talked for the longest time. Then we got ready and then um, we, you know, we like, uh, we had lunch reservations at like three o'clock downtown. The stadium opened at 4.30 so we wanted to like have lunch and get in right away. Um, We're all moms so we're all very much like get there early and on time <laughs> and so we can avoid the lines you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing <laughs> um and we a, f- a friend of ours dropped us off so we didn't have to worry about parking and i was just so i just kept saying over and over like guys i'm so happy i'm Aww. so happy and i remembered thinking like I don't care what happens in this show. Like, this is the day I wanted. Like, the excitement to be around people who are just as excited as you are. Like, that is so alive. Like, and then the whole city was, like, glitter everywhere. Like, everybody walking (laughs) was wearing glitter. And, like, all these, like, people were selling pink cowboy hats. And um, we were at the place where we had... Lunch. It was all people going to the Eras tour. They were playing nothing but Taylor Swift music. It was just like the whole city was alive. And so just leading up to it, I was so excited. And then you walk to the stadium. Did you see her banners, Sam? Were you ever at a point at the side of the stadium yeah, you could see I don't, the banners? We
0: didn't have them on my side of the stadium, which makes me think that she didn't do them at my stadium because we were at the main entrance and they were not there. I was actually looking for that when we pulled up because I've seen pictures of that, and I thought that that would be a really exciting moment. But I was kind of sad I didn't see those on our stadium. So maybe they were on the other side. I didn't get to see them.
1: A different side, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was really exciting because you have to walk up this bridge and you get up there, and then you see it, and it's like the sea of people. So it was just like the lead-up to it itself was just – that was more joyful than I thought. I thought I would be really anxious. Um, but I was just really happy. And then we got to our seats. We got situated. We walked around. It was wild and insane. We had a ton of friendship bracelets. I'm wearing them now, just showing you some. I've given yeah. most of them to my kids. I've had all her Caroline's friends make a bunch for me. And so then I promised to give them after I traded. That was so f- fun. Like Yeah, yeah. Just what an... What a, like, thing to do. I don't know if that was, like, a thing other people have done at other shows. I don't know. It was just... Yeah. So, or if it just started with, you know, yo yoko, Yo-yoke. Yo-yoke. <laughs> yo-yoke. I always yo-yoke. want to say Yolo.
0: <laughs> the Friendship bracelets was fun. One thing I didn't mention is because we were first in line to the parking and we had, um, you know, dibs on where we parked in the parking lot, we actually were the closest car parked to the entire stadium. And uh, because we were in the ADA lot, so that's a lot closest to the stadium, and we got first dibs. So we were in the parking spot closest. And because of that, we were right next to the main walkway leading into the main entrance of the stadium, which uh, meant we had hundreds, yeah. thousands of people walking past. Uh. And we were still at a bit of a distance because there's... Um, a ramp leading from from the parking lot to the walkway. But I was able to dip out onto that main walkway, hand out stickers, give away friendship bracelets. It was really fun to be amongst other Swifties because this is not a thing that I have ever had the pleasure of having. I don't have a lot of Swiftie friends, a few here and there, and obviously I have you, Rachel, to nerd out. Yeah. But... I want to give a special shout out to um, a friend that I met. Her name is Amelia. So Amelia, if you're listening, Amelia and I had to go to a special ticket window to see if we could get upgraded tickets because Amelia, just like me, also had ankle surgery the same day, and we were both what? in scooters. We both had casts on. This was Amelia's very first concert of her life. So it was extra oh exciting for her. And very special in addition to all of that, because I asked Amelia what her favorite song she was going to, or or what song she was most looking forward to hearing. And she said Ready For It, which is her all-time favorite Taylor Swift song. And ah! I'm like, Amelia, that's like my favorite Taylor Swift song too. So um so she gave me a bracelet that said ready for it. We exchanged bracelets and so I just wanted to shout out Amelia and then all of the other Swifty friends that I met. It was so fun getting to know you all. Uh we have a Facebook Denver heiress Tour page. I don't know if you had that for Minneapolis. Um and that's yep. been really fun. Everyone's been yep. sharing their pictures and their stories of who they met and and what their favorite moments were. And so I've made some like Internet friends uh, through that, and I've just really have enjoyed not only the 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 era's tour itself, but also the post eras, like the come down moments like this, Rachel, yeah. when we can just like share our thoughts and just relish in the joy that was the entire evening.
1: So we've gotten ourselves into the stadium, uh-huh. and now we're about ready to see the show. Now, Sam. You mentioned earlier that, like, you have major amnesia, and I had it too, like, solidly. I really thought I was going to be in the moment, but the reality is, and I think I said this to you in a text, I felt like I went to 10 different concerts, Mm -hmm. and I, like, it was like, I, I, because all these different eras and all these different moments, it was just, like, all at once, and it was all in my head, and then I, like, lost it all.
2: Yeah. So...
1: I really wanted the experience of seeing the show with you. Like, I was just, like, so excited about knowing the things that I know and knowing the things that I knew you would be excited about. Like, I was just, like, so giddy. So I watched the live TikTok oh of gosh, your Denver show. Oh, my That's
0: amazing. I, I feel like that meant you were kind of there with me.
1: It, it, felt, it felt like it to me, which was weird because you, like, I'm certain you had, like, your phone off or your, like, airplane mode, I don't know, that's what I, I didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, it was any reception at the show, and so I couldn't, like, tell you, but I wanted to be like, wasn't that amazing this, like, the whole <laughs> time, so I, while I was watching, I took notes, because it was, like, it was triggering, like, oh, yeah, that was that, and that, and that, but the other thing I've found myself needing to do, and you and I were really guarded when we were watching, or, like, pre-air as tour about seeing content. And I found myself wanting to just like pour into all the content that I oh, yes. protected myself from. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest that oh, I've in order to help trigger it. and also or just be like, whoa, I didn't know that happened. I mm-hmm. didn't see that happen because mm-hmm. um, there's things that you can catch from a distance that you can't catch on the floor. But then there's things on the floor that like I didn't know that was really going on. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't quite see that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, moment, the whole, so. like, wristband light-up bracelet was so astounding to witness from the perspective I had, which was, like, mid-height. It wasn't the top tier. Uh, it wasn't the first tier. It was the mid-tier, and we were sort of near center stage. And so just, like, seeing from that perspective the whole light-up bands and how they trigger and they form like this, like beautiful light display. I feel like you would miss out on some aspects of that if you were like at the floor, or if you were in a, a, a behind the stage, perhaps. So I and they say there's no bad seats at, at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, and I think that's true because even if you're in the furthest away seat, that means you get to take in all of the display that a front row seat wouldn't be able to get. And I it just, like, I wouldn't trade my seats f- for anything because that would mean I would have a different experience and I don't want to, like, change the experience that I had. But I am super interested in, in knowing what it would be like to experience the Air from a totally different seat, from a different viewpoint. Um,
1: I've decided I need to go to the show, like three or four different times because there's like different (laughs) things I need to focus on every time. So like the first time was just like, Holy moly. I just experienced that. Then I need Mm -hmm. to go and like be really close up and see like all the details that are happening on the stage. Then I need to Mm -hmm. go, but I need to have like a microphone just to her because I want to like really hear all of her singing and, and There was just so much, so many moments that I'm singing too, so I like missed a lot of her actual Mm, singing. mm, Yes. and then I want to take in the crowd, like I want to be there for just the crowd and like watch the crowd's reaction to everything. So, so I have like at least three more shows I need to (laughs) attend. So I'm gonna start saving
0: money. Another show on top of that one, just to go and watch the dancers. Because I yes, think totally. I didn't really take in the dancers and I've seen footage and heard like the dancing yes. was just phenomenal. And, I'm like, and I don't remember focusing on that too much. I also tried my best to not look at the screens, the projections, because I wanted to yeah. watch her with my own eyes. That was like a special thing that for me that I could use my own eyes and look at the Taylor Swift performing on stage. But that I I was far enough away that it was like hard to see the stage. Hard. Yeah. So totally. There's another tour I just want to go look at the projections of the. I mean, I there yeah. was just you're right. There's so many Aeros tour <laughs> redos. I I it's such a good thing that the tickets are really easy to get. That way we can go to all of these easy peasy. shows. Um, Rachel, I also want to make sure that if we attend the Airs tour again. It's with each other, I think. I think we owe it to ourselves to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was with my good friend Nina, who's an OG Swifty, and then I was with my friends Allie and Bob, who I have taught how to be Swifties, <laughs> and so it was really fun to have to Nina be. on one side, like, screaming the lyrics with me, and then Allie on the other side wanted to know every song what was happening what is the significance so it was fun for me to like take in a new song a new era and then Ali would be like okay what does this mean and I could just be like okay this is remember I told you about that 10 minute song that's this moment this is very significant (laughs) pay attention Allie also had to go to the bathroom so she wanted to know is this a good song to, to go to the bathroom on it would be like shake it off I'm like yes go now Come back. Okay. Yeah. all Surprise yeah. songs. Um. Yeah.
1: I can't even so, imagine going to the bathroom. Like I was literally, n- I was not <laughs> going to miss a second. Like I can't. I
0: actually didn't even sit down once. I know that some no. people would like take a break. And mind you, I just had surgery on my foot, but I didn't even take right. a damn seat. I didn't. I didn't feel no. anything in my foot. Like you said, I was just no, numb. no, No.
1: <laughs> No. Um, Okay. I want to start with the very beginning of the moment. Like, mm -hmm. what was the first scream you noticed that made you realize, like, oh, gosh, this is happening soon?
0: When Lady Gaga's song, Applause, comes on, that's when our stadium screamed. And that was when the clock came on for us. And that was a very scream-worthy moment. Because what is the countdown? Is it three minutes two and a half minutes. And then that's when it becomes so real. Like I'm going to be seeing Taylor Swift in two minutes and you can (laughs) visually see that was such an exciting like moment. Uh It was, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. You can count down those seconds until it all begins.
1: Yeah. I, I was in tears. I was like, like it was just that adrenaline buildup of that one moment that we've been waiting for. And it's like, it's happening. Like, it's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. that was exciting. She comes up. We get right into Miss Americana. Now, we knew that was coming. I still can't imagine what it's like. Um, one thing I need to go back and do is listen to the opener. Like, when she has all of the songs. Um.
0: Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. she,
1: Like, the opening montage, like montage if you will. Yeah. Like, I've mm-hmm. listened to it, but I... I couldn't hear that because it was just, like, I couldn't take it in. There was, like, too much screaming, too many right. emotions, whatever.
0: What's interesting is when you watch video clips, you it sounds really clear in videos. But when you are there, it is, and you told me this, it is a muffly collection of sounds and noises. Yeah. And I do wonder yeah. if it matters where in the stadium you are, like, where the speakers are um, But I am with you. I was, like, kind of lost in the noise of it all, and it was really hard to distinguish certain noises or, or certain musical parts, and to hear her voice was definitely difficult.
1: One of my first surprises was that Miss Americana was so short. Like, her all hand. of a sudden... All of a sudden, we're on Cruel Summer. Like, I didn't even notice we had transitioned. I'm singing it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. We're singing <laughs> Cruel Summer. It's just like, I yeah. couldn't believe it, which is very – this is like I'm so glad you have that video of you because it is the cutest thing of you literally losing your mind. I was watching the – Live video, the live feed, and cruel, and I knew cruel summer was coming on. Cruel summer came on, and I'm like, Sam is just living his best life right now because I know how much <laughs> you love that song.
0: You know, I love that song; it's my favorite. I've mentioned it, but um, that wasn't my. I'm looking back on this; that wasn't my favorite song of the set, um, even though it's like truly one of the most exciting moments because it's like right at the beginning. And it's my favorite song. It's such a fun song to belt. But it was just like so emotionally overwhelming in that moment that I couldn't like relax and enjoy it. I didn't get to that point until probably Fearless. I feel like the whole Lover era, I was just taking it in and I was so overwhelmed. And once we finally got a first transition, it was I was able to relax a little bit. And from then on I was much less emotional. I didn't expect to be emotional. I did not expect to be weak at the knees or to even cry. But if you watch that video of me, I am very clearly having an extreme emotional reaction. And I didn't I just <laughs> yeah. thought I would be like smiling and, and yelling, but I truly was like overcome with how exciting it is. And I still like just right now talking about it, I, I get almost choked up thinking about what it felt like. I know. In that in that moment, but yeah, Miss Americana was a short moment, and I'm totally fine with that. We talked about it in our episode discussing Miss Americana. We're like, not her favorite song. Definitely weird as she opens up with that. Um, and so I just, it was great that she just like got right into "Cruel Summer," and I love that she encourages everyone to belt out the bridge because it's such yes of banging and bridge as we discussed Ugh. and it's like very cathartic to release all of these emotions that you're feeling yes. in the form of screaming these lyrics and it and it yes. really helps like kind of guide you in I that's a really good point. I
1: do think like that we got to scream sing right away
0: mm-hmm. really
1: almost like put you in like okay we're doing this like we know that yeah. we know these we know these songs we get to do this together like I love that she even said like we're gonna cross this bridge together like it was such yeah. a good reminder of like we're settling in here for three and a half hours together all of us and we're doing it and I think that that's what was made this co- this whole show so unique it was like it wasn't just like a bunch of people sitting there watching somebody perform it was like we are doing these eras together because this is our show
0: yeah. Yeah, and I think for Taylor, <laughs> I think for me, um I think for Taylor, she <laughs> ha- she makes it clear um that she hasn't toured in 5 years and she has missed it so much because she just loves to perform. Yeah. She loves us, her fans, and I loved how she encouraged and wants us to scream these lyrics with her because that reminds her that we're there and and like she does yeah. this for yeah. us
1: that is why artists love to tour now not every artist loves to tour some don't some can't handle that yeah but i think that's why taylor swift loves to tour like she loves to experience this she writes these stories for for her for her fans to connect
0: mhm it's just so it must be so overwhelming to be in the position that she is but you can tell She's loving it, and she's having fun. Like, never was there any moment that made it seem like she was tired or or she wasn't having any fun. I mean, the whole time, she just was 190% energy, and yeah. it, it was all, unbelievable. All the way to the end. All and the that, way and to that's the just, end.
1: Which, we are only at the beginning. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> and I'm already tired. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I I know it's going to be hard to like remember any like a whole lot of things. So, I'm going to kind of go through a few moments and see. Um I Left in in the lover era, maybe we could just take it era by era and you can tell me what you remember and love. Okay. But left in the l- lover era, this is just like an example of something that happened a lot in the show, that there were moments that I knew and Taylor knew and everybody knew, like, I cannot wait to sing this in a crowd or shout this really loud. And Cruel Summer was obvi- like the bridge of that was obviously that. But one of the th- moments was shade never made anyone less gay. It was yeah. like such an exciting thing. To see, like, to have screenshot it. Now, at my particular show it was Pride Weekend, so it was even more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just like a moment that I remembered, like, "Oh God, this is so fun! We've been waiting to shout this among a bunch of people."
0: Yeah, it's such a fun shouting moment, and that that song. Even when you're listening to it on uh, streaming, it's a very fun moment to to shout, and uh, and. Taylor Swift's fans are, like, all loving of all types. And so that, that you know, that moment just was very electric. For me, apart from, like, the opening sequence, Cruel Summer, whatever, it was the song, Lover. I I didn't sing along at all during that. I just, like, stood and listened and took it all in. I mean, that's – we've talked about it, but that's one of my favorite songs because it just – is such a feel-good song. It's so beautifully written. And I uh, I was really fond of that of that moment. And it's still, like, very early on in the set. And so it just, like, I remember thinking, like, gosh, we have so much to go through. Every era we went into, I think until 1989, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, we still have this era, we still have this era, this era. Yeah. And although yeah. I yeah. knew a lot of songs that were going to be on the set list. I never looked at the set list, but I have seen so much things on the internet. I never knew the order and I did not know the order of the eras. I knew it started with lover. I knew it went 1989 surprise songs, midnights and that's all I knew. So every time an era ended, that was so fun. And I loved the transitional moments between the eras they did yes! a great job yes. of the visuals and the lighting between eras and it was just a blast to not know which era are we entering. It was a really good idea on her part or whoever's part it was to to mix it up, to not go in a particular like co- chronological in order.
2: order yeah. Because
0: it just keeps you like on on your toes and you I feel like it could get a bit tiring if you went in order but because you don't know what era is coming next it's so thrilling because of that um
1: but I wrote I wrote the exact same thing down that the transitions were some of my favorite mm -hmm, moments mm -hmm. and I think that's a really good point that you said like you really finally by fearless you could take a deep breath and I feel like that's what each of the era moments were, but also I didn't want to tear my eyes away from it. Like, it felt like it could be a moment to like take a breath, but I felt myself in a trance whenever that happened. It was like yeah. how they transitioned. Like, I loved l- art, the lover era into fearless. It was like Archer. And then the, the, um, Her guitarist came out and like walked the stage while playing that rock. And then it slowly started getting glittery. That was so cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Do you have any other like thoughts on the Fearless era before I like move us?
0: Only to say that I loved You Belong With Me because that was uh, the first song that we got that was... A song that everybody in the crowd knows because it's been such a huge hit for so many years and I really enjoyed that moment and then Love Story I think every time I listen to Love Story I fall more and more in love with it it was never up there for me but it has been a grower and uh, that was really special for my friend Nina since she's been a Swifty for so many years that song has always meant a lot. Oh, and I just want to say, we were having a moment, Nina and I. We are by no means romantically involved, but during that moment, we both got down on our knees to each other, and this wasn't planned, and pretended to propose <laughs> to the other person. So much so that the the girls in front of us turned around, sighed, and were like, "Oh my god!" And we just laughed at that. We we like shook our heads. No, it was just a joke, but. Um, so it was super fun. Fearless was...
1: That's really funny. So
0: fun. I am, and then, yeah, then we got into Evermore and that was lovely. I, I couldn't get enough of Evermore. Um, it was still fairly light out when Evermore started, but it got dark during Evermore and that was really great for the song Willow Mm. when there's that like orb that was lighting orbs that... And, and evermore is just like yes. uh, a moody vibe, you know. and so um i I loved the ambient lighting that we were getting during evermore.
1: Evermore was a big favorite. Evermore and folklore big were time. a surprise favorite era for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't right. know if it was just that I needed a break. <laughs> yeah or like or it's like a transition, but like, I was stunned by the artistry of those eras and even how she flowed from song to song felt so much more intentional and story-like in those two eras. Than it did, yeah. in even any other. The, the other eras felt like they just played like the fun hits, you know, that we love. Mm-hmm. But those mm-hmm. felt like she was telling a story, just the way that she said, you know, that era was for her.
0: I did not know she was going to sing "Tolerate It" until the morning Ugh. of when our cousin Fran and I were texting. She wanted to know what surprise songs predictions and hopes. And I was like, I really hope she plays "Tolerate yeah. It." And she goes, "That's on the set." <laughs> I was like. I had no idea. Um, Tolerate It was a favorite that moment. moment. It was wow. so amazing. It was like very like very moving, very powerful. I don't need a music video anymore from Tolerate It because I have that. Yes. Um, and That's
1: a moment where I want to see up close because mm-hmm. I felt like I have since seen some up close videos, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know any of that." Like the leading up to tolerate it, there was like yeah. a whole long segment, and I'm like, "What was I doing during that?" Like, I don't, I don't know,
0: I don't, I don't remember what, what was happening. We would be remiss if we didn't mention champagne problems um, being a key moment as well, because she sits down and she like has a it's like first time she gets to have a conversation with us um, where I think she might say something different every show. um, But the things that she was telling us is that, you know, it's just been a long time and there's been a lot of new albums she's put out during the last five years. And it was really cute. The wind was blowing. So her hair got caught on the branches of the piano and she had a really funny joke about that that I remember laughing at, even though I couldn't understand what she was saying. I was just like so smitten. <laughs> and then champagne problems, screaming, "What a shame she's fucked in the head!" was like what a
1: shame she's fucked.
0: In. So amazing. And then when that song ended, I don't know if you guys did this, but it was like the longest applause of the after of after any song. And she just like took it in. So.
1: I didn't know this, Sam, until I watched your show, but as I was watching a live feed, all of a sudden, the clock came on the screen. Oh, I didn't
2: notice that. um,
1: So, I'm guessing there's like one of those bets, that is, how long will the applause be after champagne problems? Uh Oh. Like an over-under situation? Oh. Because, and I I didn't know that, um, but watching your show, I like figured that out. So that was pretty
0: funny. It was so fun to just like see her take it, and you can't help but applaud that song. It's it's an incredibly written song. She's mentioned before how she cannot wait until she can perform that song live. Like I think that has been one song in particular of hers that she has been wanting to play in front of a crowd, and it was like I the love. moment
1: she wrote it. I think she knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we – I didn't pay attention to this as much, but, like, the transition from tolerate it into reputation was baller. There's another, like, incredible transition. And I'm wondering how you are feeling, too, because this is entering into your favorite era. Did you see it coming? At what point did you realize it was reputation?
0: Um, I didn't know reputation was coming. And, again, my friend Bob knew, so and he knows I love Okay. reputation so he yeah. did start filming me for this I think I shared it with you Rachel I'll probably have to post this one as well but there it's the transitional moment when it's kind of quiet in the stands it's it's dark the the sky is now dark the lights are not on and I think there's just like some gentle music happening maybe still coming down from tolerated when all of a sudden the screen just shoots across this electric snake. And I loved the crowd in this moment because it's it's like such a fun era. And it just came out of nowhere, the, the snake shooting across the screen. <laughs> and it was like, I, I just freaked the heck out. It was amazing. And
1: also like following a song that like tolerated of like like so much anger, you almost yeah. feel like, oh, this this girl in in Tolerated is getting her revenge now. It's coming. Yeah. She's walking slowly. Yeah. She's about to get her revenge.
0: And it was it was ready for it. That was that was the song that led us into the era and there's yeah. just no there's no better song than that. And it, it was just special because we put out that episode of ours on Ready for It that day. It's been one of my favorite songs. It was finally happening that I was seeing it live. It was I, I, I don't have too much amnesia over reputation, thank goodness, because I, I I just I loved it so much and I've been replaying those moments in my head. I had been practicing my one, two, three, let's go, bitch chant, and I made sure yeah. uh-huh. my uh-huh. non swifty friends that were with me knew that moment. So when she started singing Delicate, I was like, this is yes. it. Are you ready?
1: There were a lot of amazing da- like backup dancer moments that I was noticing during Reputation that mm. I need to go back and see because I yeah. did not pick up on all of it, and I think there was some incredible dancing. And and I think what what I wanted was like, I was, in that moment, I was, like, I had this thought, because it reminded me a lot of the Reputation show that we've watched on Netflix.
2: Mm -hmm. Or,
1: you know, obviously, like, the same songs and the vibe, and I was just, like, I have this sadness a little bit that I never got to go to any of these other concerts before. Like, so many people have these stories of, like, other concerts they've gone to, and I, like, felt like at least a tiny taste of every single concert we got to experience, at the Ares tour. Like I felt like that was the beauty yeah. of it was that we got yeah. to
2: Yeah.
1: Like at least make up for some, some tiny bit of small like lost time. And then after Reputation, we went into Red, which as soon as we got into Red, I mean, I love those songs were so fun to sing. Those are like some of my least probably not some of my favorite songs off of the Red album. But I had so much fun singing them because they're like such catchy songs. Yes,
0: like, yes. A thousand percent. Nina and I agreed that I, I mean I I was not necessarily looking forward to I Knew You Were Trouble. I think we talked about this where it's like if she could get rid of yeah. some of the songs and make way for some other songs, I would get rid of I Knew You Were Trouble. I could do without We Are Never Getting Back Together. But then she sang those songs. I've never had more fun in my life than singing those songs with everybody. Now I love yeah. them, and I can't wait to talk about them on the podcast. Um, even though we've already done 22. I, um, I loved I loved seeing the little kid like get the hat during 22. Um, yes. That was really sweet. We Are Never Getting Back Together it was just... So fun to sing so loudly. At one point, I made eye contact. I, like, turned around during the part um, with some indie record that's much cooler than mine, and I made eye contact with somebody who was, like, 10 rows up, but she was also making eye contact with me, and we both sang with some indie record that's much cooler than mine to each other. I don't even know who she was, but... If you're listening, that was me, and that was a really fun moment. Um, yeah, Red was a blast, and then of course, All Too Well, Damn It version came on. That was oh like, I guess it was it was fun. I for me, it was fun because I was just like screaming every lyric. I don't think I was screaming at that part. I was just like singing along. But it was it was a beautiful, cathartic. Moment, and I loved how it was just her and her guitar too.
1: That was a very strong highlight for me of the whole show. Yeah, was that moment? I I think part of it was that like we were almost like halfway through the show, which was shocking to me <laughs> that we were only halfway through. But um, I, it was the moment that I was most looking forward to. And I, my friend said, like, they said through a lot of the show, like, I almost fell on top of people because I was, like, so, like, leaning forward and, like, into the whole thing. It was, like, but my friend Molly said, like, you almost were, like, I felt like I needed to tie a string to you because it was, (laughs) like, you were floating to the ceiling. You were just, like, and I, like, sat with my hands clasped and, like, singing. Mm Mm-hmm the entire thing and just like take I just wanted to take it all It was a moment where I allowed myself to just take it all in tears streaming down my face throughout the whole song and like watching the visuals the transition of the leaves falling and then transitioning into the snow the snow I was like oh. and then and, and like I was just like singing it and in the moment I was just like, this is this is that thing that I've been waiting to do ever since it's that's kind of like the beginning of my like big obsession with Taylor Swift yeah. was that. Like I have my like different eras of like, oh this is interesting to like, oh I actually like this to like, oh my gosh, I need to know everything about this person. And that was like the the beginning of that yeah. era for me. So I love that. I just realized, Sam, I rushed us because I was so excited to talk about all too well I skipped Speak Now. I skipped that era, which I'm actually the most curious to find out. Because we went from uh, the transition from Reputation was the snake slithering across the stage as it's turning purple. Mm. And you hear this like weird sound of like, please don't be in love. I haven't recorded. Because my friend Nadie that was with us, this is her song that she had with her husband when he... Like, she's a big Speak Now girl. Like, this was her, their um, song, Enchanted, when he was deployed. And so, like, she, I, we were, like, all filming her in this moment. And I, so I got a majority of the song. So Enchanted was amazing. But you got to have a bonus song.
0: I'm so lucky. Um, we, I we saw in Kansas City when Speak Now came out that she did extend her Speak Now set list to include Long Live. What we didn't know is, what, is that just to celebrate the release of Speak Now that weekend or will this be permanent on the set list? And so that was a big discussion amongst all of us Denver night one attendees was will long live be on the set list tonight or was it just for last weekend so enchanted was amazing as it is um and then as she's finishing enchanted there was just like so much excitement will she will she will she and she did yeah. she sang yeah. long live and i'm still learning that song i i've only known that song for a week at this point um yeah. But I was still able to like sing along, especially, and I was so excited for this um, the moment when she goes, "Tom, how the crowds went wild!" Wow! Yeah, and that was like electric. I mean, the crowd singing along to yes. that. I wasn't crying because I don't have a connection with that song, but I could feel the tears from everybody around me um, during <laughs> yeah. that moment.
1: I was really excited
0: for you. It was um, super exciting. Those are the only two songs um, from Speak Now. It's possible she'll continue to extend that, that set list, but the concert is already pretty dang long. So, um, and <laughs> I know. Well,
1: so is this podcast already. It's, it's
0: so long, <laughs> but we're having so much fun. We're, I'm having so the time fun. of my life with you.
1: Okay, so I had to go back, but then now we're back to all too well. The snow has fallen, which was an incredible transition into pulling out the cabin for Folklore. Mm. And Sam, I like got so, like I was like, Sam is in Colorado and they're bringing out the cabin. Like I just got this like special moment watching your show. Like how Well,
0: cool. Rachel, I don't know if you caught this on the live stream, but she said something that, on, to that effect that was really special she said to our crowd yes um, I, I'm going to paraphrase here um, if you have an ex- direct quote please chime in but she said like you know we're, we're playing folklore when she wrote folklore she was very much picturing this cabin in the woods aesthetic she goes in a way I was basically picturing Colorado And obviously, we all (laughs) screamed at that. Um, Folklore surprised me. And it surprised me in that I thought I would feel more during it. And it was beautiful. I just, like, some of my favorite songs are from folklore. I don't know if I was just, like, wiped at this point or just, like, I had cried all of the tears i could possibly i think i was like emotionally (laughs) drained but i couldn't feel things anymore so i kind of just like took it all in i really thought august would do things to me but um but it was more just me like smiling and taking it all in rather than feeling deep emotional feelings um I think my favorite moment was probably the last great American dynasty. Uh, I just, I really liked the visuals we got for that. And the song is just so fun.
1: Yeah, the train coming in. Mm -hmm. I loved that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my favorite moment was actually, I was surprised and like so impressed with the way that she wove. She did the whole like triad. Yeah. The love triangle, but she wove illicit affairs yeah
0: that was really cool
1: to like as a transition into august which i was like that was amazing like i and it like it was like a shortened moment but like it transitioned it was so cool and i was like that's like the secret other song that goes along with that triad
0: yeah and then she came in with that song during the bridge which is just like a very powerful screaming type of moment with, don't call me kid, don't call me baby. It came out, what was the song that ended before that? I don't even remember, but um, it's from folklore, so it's mostly chill and vibey. And then she just started screaming, don't call me kid. That was shocking to me and was so fun. And yeah, leading right into August, I liked how she like, ran across the stage in August. That was very dramatic. I loved that.
1: I, I guess I did. I love the whole vibe. I love how she was like in the cabin and then she like danced. She was just like flowy like dancey Taylor mm-hmm. across the stage. Like it was just so, looks like so much fun and like almost like a, release for her yeah. it, it was almost like less choreographed and more just like feeling it in the moment mm-hmm. like you could just see her swaying to it yeah. which is kind of how I dance when I have too much alcohol in me <laughs> so like, I like could totally relate to like wine Taylor just like wanting to just sing these songs and dance yeah. around her house yeah.
0: yes for sure <laughs>
1: So I, you mentioned that you were starting to get a little tired. I think I was too. I was starting to just be like, like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm taking in so much. Like I'm still here. I'm still with it. And, and but then, we got into 1989, and I have to say, okay, first she starts with style, which we both have. Like amazing. Like that was so much fun. When that's our, I mean. Both of our, one of our favorite songs might be my favorite. I told my friend that it was mm-hmm. my favorite. She's like, why is your favorite? And I was like, I still don't know. I just really, really, really am happy when I sing that song. And I want a song that makes me feel happy. So yeah, I yeah. like had so much fun singing that. But then I think because I was so looking forward to that and I was like, wait, I knew that after Style, it was Surprise Songs and then Midnight's this is when my depression started to hit a little bit. (laughs) Like, it was, like, Uh I was, like...
0: That it was coming to an end closely.
1: So, like, I got my most favorite song, like, I couldn't wait to sing, and then it was over, and then I was, like, what is happening? So, to me, the, like, 1989 era was a little bit, like, blurry or just disappointing. Like, I just, I love the 1989 album, and I just felt kind of, like, wah-wah about it.
0: I've had the same discussion with other people who have attended that. 1989 was probably our least favorite era of the set, which is so interesting because it's just filled with bangers. Yes. Um, I was surprised to to have loved the Bad Blood moment.
1: Same. That's what I was going to say. That was my favorite moment from 1989.
0: It was so fun. I mean, the energy was really high. I also think we all knew that Surprise Songs was next, so we were getting hyped for that.
1: But also, like, the
0: pyrotechnics that exploded during Bad Blood were really fun. and the
2: blew me away.
0: It blew me away, too. You could, like, feel the heat. It was so intense. Feel it! Yes! And I also really loved yelling out, hey, stop, because of the security guard chant. That was super fun. And then Bad Blood ends, and it just goes dark, and you know... That this is the moment. I mean, this was the moment I was most looking forward to. was a surprise songs moment. And it was yeah. here. And we yeah. kind of talked about your surprise songs moment on the last kiss episode. Yeah,
1: um, yeah we already I, talked about mine.
0: And I talked about my predictions. But um, my surprise songs were so fun because I had... Relinquished any hopes going into it. I, I had hopes secretly, but I was just like, honestly, I'd be happy with anything. So my, my number one concern was, I hope it's not a song that I don't know very well. And you can also relate to that same thing um, because you want to be able to sing along to it. So she comes out in her green dress. She's already giving debut era. And she goes in to say... She hasn't performed, I forget what she says, but it was something about her early songs, like, and you just knew it was a debut song, and that's when I'm like, oh gosh, am I going to know it? And But I was doing my practice. I was listening, I'd listened to debut like twice that week, and she goes, it's called Picture to Burn, and you had the same exact moment where you couldn't hear what she said for you, it was paper rings. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it was Picture to Burn, but everyone is going crazy. And it took me a couple of seconds, and there is another video of me reacting to this, so I'll be sure to share that, Um, (laughs) where my friend Nina and I, we realized it was Picture to Burn. We hugged each other. I I don't have a deep connection with that song, but I know that it is such an iconic song that the fans love. And in that moment, I was like, Wow, are we lucky to get this song. And I'm telling you, what a blast to yell those lyrics with everybody. I knew the chorus mostly, and I did know the lyric change moment. And so I did yell the original lyrics, as did everybody else in the stadium. And if you know, you know, it was... So fun and it's it was like I just felt wow we won with this song and um and then the piano song comes and we're one week into Speak Now Taylor's version. I've been listening to Speak Now Taylor's version for a week. I've listened to the Vol tracks mostly because I really vibe with those. And of all the Vol tracks, I love the most the song Timeless. And we didn't know that that was the song that she was playing because there was a long piano introduction to it. I was convinced I was hearing, I almost do. So I go to my friend Nina, I almost do, I almost do. We're getting, I almost do. And I was so excited. And then when she sang the first lines of (laughs) Timeless, I was confused. And then I realized, and I like let out this big sigh of, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And especially it was amazing because um, the crowd wasn't, like, yelling the lyrics. It was a very quiet Taylor moment. Um, I shared the video I took of it, Rachel, where I'm, like, trying to sing along to the lyrics, but I'm doing a terrible job because I've only known this song for a week. Even though I love it, I don't know the lyrics yet. And um, it was just a beautiful moment. I wouldn't trade my surprise songs for... Okay, there are some other nights that have had some pretty amazing surprise on this, but <laughs> I'm just really happy with, with how that ended up. Um, and uh, it was so fun. I loved it.
1: I'm curious because this is where I admit that I missed a moment that I was most looking forward to because I was so a little bit stunned. The dive! <laughs> Did you see the dive?
0: I, I did see the dive. I was like paying so much close attention to it because I had heard about the dive. I had almost gotten the dive spoiled for me so many times because I watched the surprise song Moments and she dives right after that last song. And so yeah. I've, I've almost been yes. spoiled by yes. it, but I've I've had and I, I was quick to turn my eyes away. So I did pay close attention. It was really fun. I'm sure you can see videos and you've probably seen videos by now. She just jumps into the stage. She dives, and then you can like see her swimming through the stage and exploding into the midnight Sarah.
1: So, well, I'm glad that you c- caught it. I think I was still like waiting for Justin Vernon to come out, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, she just dove, and I missed it." Like, I don't know if I looked down. I don't know what I was doing. I was just like, I think, and this is when I was starting yeah. to get sad. Like, this is where I was like. Oh my gosh, this is midnights and I love midnights so much and it means it's over. Like I just was having mm-hmm. a really hard time like not being sad while watching midnights because yeah. I was like feeling the ending.
0: I I felt um, I was ready by that point to let go. Yeah. Um, and like, so oh, I think for me sweet. it was a yeah. little it was a little bit more of a relaxing moment, a relaxing thought, if you will. Um, I was... Midnight seems, is I think, the blurriest part in my mind for me. And so I don't... I really need to go back and and watch some footage of Midnight's. I barely remember the songs. I remember the outfit change during Midnight Rain, and I thought that was really fantastic. Um, I didn't expect her to sing... So many songs for Midnight's, um, and so that was really nice. Mastermind, I would not have expected her to perform Mastermind, but I loved that. And um, I don't even remember
1: her singing that. So <laughs> it's funny that you should say that. I don't remember. Yeah, I do I, remember Bejeweled, and I loved the, the like the shimmer of Bejeweled, like the the effects of Bejeweled, like really hit the right note for me like that's exactly what mm-hmm. I wanted so I, I have yeah. a strong memory of that part of it is like I filmed it if, I, if there are moments that I filmed I've gone back and looked at it, and like I can remember it now yeah but in the it's moment I cannot. we got to karma and I knew that was the last song and I just mm-hmm. started bawling <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I yeah. was like oh it's coming to a
0: close <sighs> okay well I, I just want to say to, to end all of this um, yeah I how do really we end
1: this good gracious
0: I, I think we've done a good job of just like recapping the moments and I'm sure that we will uh, continue to remember more and we can discuss this in future episodes hey remember that moment of Ares tour whatever Um, I just am really glad that the show ended Um, there was the whole like applause and the bowing with all of the dancers and the musicians and I was really glad that all the musicians and the dancers then exited the stage, and Taylor was the only one left, as she waved goodbye and mm. she disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've watched the Reputation Stadium yeah. Tour enough to know that she's actually the first one to disappear, and then her 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 dancers and singers are left on stage. And I like that this time it was the opposite because it felt yeah. way more personal in that in that way. Um, yeah, and then. The lights came on. The confetti fell to the ground. And we were home in literally 15 minutes. And that was honestly a a huge blessing. That's
1: amazing. It was was
0: lovely. So, yeah. I feel
1: like I wish that we had confetti to, like, Mm -hmm. pop right now, you and I, to, like, (laughs) celebrate that we did it. Not only did we – make the moment together but we got to talk about the moment together like i feel like now i've gone to the tour with you like this was really really i didn't expect
0: to like relive this tour with you rachel i thought we were just going to talk about our favorite (laughs) moments but this this was so much fun and i still need to go to another heirs tour so if that's at all possible um we've got to make that work but um, mainly it was it was amazing. I mean that's that's the best word I can come up with in the moment. it was, yeah. it was yeah. amazing.
1: It's hard to find the right words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, I feel like this is a good time for us to say uh, if you too would like to relive your eras moments, we want to hear them. We want to hear about your highlights. We want to hear about your exciting, Moments, things you were surprised, just anything. Send us your moment and we yes. want to compile these together and share them. We're, we're come to our show notes at the end of this listening to this episode. We'll have all the information about how you can send us a message, a voicemail message, and call in, and we'll be able to put your message on our next Taylor Tea Time episode where we will share your moments. And maybe hopefully we'll be able to get into some Speak Now content because I know we were both excited to talk about how that moment went for us. Now that we've gone through Eras.
0: That's right. We
1: can break that down. Any any last thoughts, Sam?
0: Um, last thoughts, Rachel. I'm just, I'm not done talking about the Eras tour. So we will continue to be having these discussions throughout our podcast. Um, so those are my thoughts for today. That's, that's what we'll leave it at. Um, The whole thing was just timeless for me.
1: I agree. Join us next week, (laughs) Swiggies, as we get better about our humming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, As we break down a song that we didn't hear on the Ares Tour. So Hey Steven is next, and we will see you next week. Cheers, Sam.
0: Cheers. Goodbye, everybody.